0: Okay, so, chaf adar, it's koach adar, which is very exciting, because it's like the power of the month. It's like, chaf is always like the power, like, I'm making this up, but I think. (laughs) It feels like it's like the power of the power of the month, you know what I mean? So it's like the joy of adar, it's like in full power today, because it's koach adar. So we all feel that, to some extent. Um, Okay, so... We are coming, still in chapter 37, I think it's like part 6, it's like a, the never-ending chapter, um, talking about power of a mitzvah as it correlates, as it kind of responds to the purpose of creation. So, hey guys. <laughs> yeah. It's the underground. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're in like Russia. Is this the people you message? I love that they asked for my baby sex. Everyone's like, no, I'm just Alright, guys, guys, it's recording, it's recording. <laughs> you're going to cut it out, right? No, no. just keep going. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Lana, for you listening. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Who's Lana? Yeah. Oh. Bye, Mel, thank you. Bye, Shayna. Okay, so we are talking about the power of a mitzvah, right? And the power of a mitzvah as it responds to the purpose of creation. What's the purpose of creation? Why, did Hash- why is Hashem in- Why did Hashem create a world of darkness? Why did my neshama come into a body that doesn't reflect God and into an animal soul that is literally constantly spewing stories of separateness consciousness, of consciousness that literally not everything is Hashem to reveal that this too is God, this too is God, this too is God. Where do we have to reveal that this too is God? Specifically in the moments that say this is not God. A.K.A. the world around us that is tachtonim, and the world inside of me that is is My body and my animal soul. The aspects of my being that don't look like Hashem, that aren't screaming from the rooftop, Hashem is here. It's specifically in those spaces and in those spaces of, of me that Hashem says it is there that I want you to say, here too is Hashem. And that's literally what my neshama is on a mission to do in this lifetime. So we said yesterday that what is, we've been saying this whole chapter, that what is the biggest thing, what is the main thing that kind of reveals that, that does that job? A mitzvah. Because when you step into the moment of a mitzvah, you're literally saying, Hashem is here. What is the mitzvah that does that the most out of all other mitzvahs? Tzedakah. Because tzedakah is literally, you're, you, you're not only revealing Hashem in the one moment that you're giving the tzedakah, you're revealing Hashem in all of the stuff, physical, and emotional and all of the aspects that went into making the money that you're not giving to tzedakah you're revealing Hashem in all those aspects and you're also revealing Hashem in again, I don't think the author ever said this but to me, I think it's like you're revealing Hashem in the part of you that is depending on money instead of depending on Hashem and when you're giving tzedakah you're literally saying Hashem is actually here and I'm so sure of that that I'm willing to part with money because I'm so sure that Hashem will continue to be here made my flight, by the way Okay, so today's Tanya, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. what? Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> did not work. <laughs> today's Tanya, the Altareba transitions, and it's interesting because this is so classic of Altareba and of Torah in general, that one day we're, saying, the day we're saying this is the best, and then the next day we're saying this is the best, and then the next day we're saying the other thing is the best. It's like we're constantly highlighting the... Amazingness of different aspects of Yiddishkeit and different aspects of Torah and or different aspects of ours. Like the, we're constantly like being like this is the best, and it's interesting because we're gonna see at the end that I think that today's Tanya actually it first of all does that, but it also tells us why we can do that, why that's a proper thing to do in learning Torah. Um, so we're gonna see inside, but today's Tanya, the Alterbah says. Well, it is true that yesterday we said that tzedakah is actually the best. Tzedakah is the ultimate way of revealing this truth. Tzedakah is the ultimate way of creating a dear b'tachtonim. But actually, there's another ultimate way of creating a dear b'tachtonim that is even more significant than tzedakah, and that is learning Torah. So again, it's not in contrast in the sense of we're going to shut down what we said before and now only look at this. In Torah, it's kind of like Gemara, like. I feel like maybe guys are more used to this kind of reasoning because they don't give but I feel like probably women are more used to this reasoning because we're able to... Women are quicker to be able to hold many things at once without pushing one down. Like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a way of bina. I can hold many realities, and they could all be true. I don't... It's, it's, it's almost like a maternal instinct. Like, I can know that my child is okay, even while they're crying. But they're not okay, they're crying. A father may want to, a father will be quicker to be like, they're crying, just make them stop crying. Whereas a mother might be like, it's okay if they're crying, you know? They're still okay. Those two realities can exist at the same time. <clears throat> and so now as we're going into this conversation, just notice that we can use our power of Bina to say, it's not that Torah, we're using a perspective right now of Torah being more significant than Tzedakah for the sake of making the Dira. It's not in contradiction to before. It's just, Using a different set of eyes, almost coming at it from a different perspective. Okay, so why is Torah more important than tzedakah in a sense? Okay, so What the rabbanim have said? <clears throat> what did they say? She Talmud Torah get Kulam That Talmud Torah outweighs all the other mitzvot. But before we just said that tzedakah outweighs all the mitzvot. So what are, what does it mean now that Torah outweighs all the mitzvahs? Why would it be that Torah? Is so significant in specifically we're in the conversation of our job in this lifetime is to say Hashem is here too in the moments that do not look like that. Why does Torah do that the most? Talmud Torah he Shava. Talmud the learning of Torah uses our speech and our thought. What are speech and thought? Sheim levushim Which are the inner aspects of my animal soul? What does that mean? My inner aspects is—it's like if I talk to you, if if you shake my hand versus if you really describe to me who you are. It's the innerness of who you are in your thought and your in your speech. <clears throat> so, when I'm studying Torah, the innermost aspect of my chabad, which is my chafma b'ne'edat, which is the innards of my mind and of my of my soul, really, become absorbed in kedusha in the time of Torah study. And when I, I was just thinking of, like the difference in like in a visual way that you can see that is, I was thinking it's almost like dancing with a stranger or dancing with like a lover. When you're dancing with a stranger, you're doing it, you're doing the dance, and you're inside of the dance, but you aren't necessarily there. Versus learning Tara is you are you your you-ness, my meanness is absorbed in the dance. When I'm dancing with somebody that I really love, my soul is absorbed within the experience. And as we're as we've been saying the whole point is to absorb the fullness as much of as we as much of ourselves as possible into the unity that seems to be the whole point that's the divirtaktenin so learning Torah, i'm absorbing not only what i'm it's in contrast to absorbing what i am the way i'm manifesting to absorbing the inner of my psyche basically but then the altar asks, because he says... <laughs> As we know already, are not able to transform our emotional faculties. I'm not able to transform my chaseg and all that stuff into Kedusha, into being reflections of alignment and truth. I will always have triggers. Hainu, Why? Because the aspect of Ra in midos is stronger than in Chachma And das, And this is like, this, this is nothing new. We've talked about this many times. It's just now that we're repeating it because it applies to this conversation. But why is it so hard to transform a Midah? Why is it so hard to transform an emotion? You could... Train yourself all you want, and go to a million years of therapy. That I'm safe. I'm okay. Everything is good. I am no longer at risk. Whatever it is, and then you get faced with that same trigger that originally brought on that emotion, and suddenly your emotions freaked out again. Why? Because the nature of midos is that they are submerged in raw. The nature of midos is that they are by def- They're the midos of our animal soul are so submerged in Ra. What is Ra? Fragmentation. It's the world of Tohu. <clears throat> this Mida is only what this Mida is. That's the difference between Ra and Kedusha. It's a lack of being able to integrate into the fullness. It is only what it is. This fear that I have in this experience is it can't see something else other than it. It is only that experience. And we've been we we said before, like like there is possibility of slowly, la'at la'at, the author language of la'at la'at, I think about it all the time, like slowly, slowly transforming our midos too, teaching our midos that they are actually not only what they feel that they are, you know what I mean? But naturally, that's not, uh, amida is what it is. Versus a thought is, mipnei the, the origin of chachma bin adas in my machshava sham meha kedusha yaser from a higher level of holiness aka a higher level of transparency to actual truth than midas and it's literally the direct correlation of this is literally in the physical brain like my prefrontal cortex which is responsible for my machshava versus my amygdala which is responsible for my midas It's literally sees things logically it sees things Bigger perspective. It's that it's the adult inside of me that can look at a situation and be like, I can be curious about you instead of I'm so sure about what you are. I am so hazet. I see you and I know you and I can't see any other perspective. My prefrontal cortex, which is literally Das, it can say, Yesterday we said tzedakah is the best. Today we're saying that taira is the best, and that's okay. And I I can just be curious. I don't have to emotionally. I'm, I'm not. I'm not stuck in this is the only way, and that's the only way. And if this doesn't happen, then it's going to be bad. And if this does happen, then it's going to be good. And I'm, it's broader. It's, an, it's a mother that can take care of all of her kids and all of the, her kids' emotions without freaking out. <laughs> very, that's very interesting. Okay. Um, okay, Zos. So what we said so far is that it's, I mean... We said a lot so far, but to summarize that without the whole emotional component, it's when I reveal, when I learn Torah, I'm revealing Hashem in my Chabad. I'm revealing, I'm literally bringing to surface my Chabad. I'm letting the Chabad of me, which is originally in Klipas Noga, from the Chabad of my animal soul, which is originally in Klipas Noga, my animal soul, I'm letting it submerge into the holiness of, of Kidusha, which is making a Dira in the Chabad of my animal soul. It's this, but there's also another aspect, and this aspect is. This further aspect makes Torah study superior to all the other mitzvahs. Risa told me yesterday. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I was listening to your time of class, and I was laughing because, she's like, yesterday you said that. Like yesterday, she's like, yesterday. Or two days ago, I don't remember when it was. I said that like this Tanya is my favorite Tanya. And she's like, I was laughing because literally you say that like twice <laughs> a week. But I was so validated today because the altar of it does that too. He literally does. And it's a it's a matter of perspective. It's like from the perspective that I'm giving now, this is the best. You know what I mean? It's interesting. Anyways, Alpima Shiniskarl Albishema Tukunim. So this perspective Al-Trab is gonna give is gonna show again how Torah study is the best. From the perspective of knowing that Torah study. Right, mm-hmm. right. What's <laughs> So, from the perspective that the mitzvos are the two hundred and forty-eight limbs of the king, and in the way of a person, in the way of a person, So we're saying that mitzvos are the two hundred and forty-eight limbs. Now we're going to compare this to a human being. In a human being, There is literally no comparison. Bin hachayes with the vitality that's in that's inside of my limbs, to the vitality that's inside of my brain, which is the seichel that gets trend, gets split into three dimensions, which is My sense, my manifestation of self is in my body. My sense of self is in my brain, and like you could think about, like in the olden days. I don't, I mean, I guess some people still say this, I think, but like the concept of like, I think, therefore I am, like, you can understand why they said that. Like, even now, like consciousness creates reality. Conscious reality is a reflection of consciousness. Like our consciousness is really pure. I don't know what the word is. It's It's beyond anything that I can ever manifest as. The way that I exist inside of my own consciousness, I mean, even if you think about it in terms of this, like, you could disprove basically everything in the world. Literally. You have no way of proving to me that you are sitting in front of me and that I'm sitting in front of you and that anything exists at all. You can't. You literally can't. It could all be a figment of magic. It could all be... You can't prove it. What's the only thing that you can ever absolutely, absolutely, absolutely be sure of? The feeling that I exist. Somebody could literally prove to you that everything about reality is completely but at the end of the day, we're always going to be left with this inner feeling of I'm here. There's I'm alive. There's something in me that's alive. And that's literally the sense of self that's inside of my Mayachina, which is actually my godly soul, but besides the point. So to, by way of analogy, infinite distant. Separateness from the mushal to the nimshal. We said the mushal is our us versus the nimshal, which is Hashem. And if you just take a moment to think about the way that I manifest versus the way that I'm actually in my, in my own mind is very, very far apart from each other. And now we're saying infinitely, infinitely, infinitely more so is the difference between how Hashem manifests and the difference of Hashem inside of His own self. So what is this difference now that we're saying in Hashem's world, this is in regard to the light of Hashem as it encloses itself in a mitzvah, in relation to the light of Hashem that shines itself through Torah, which is the Chachma das of Torah. But it is not Torah as it is some... Transcendent light of Torah that we have no access to. What is this light of Torah that we're saying is the innermost aspect of Hashem himself? The aspect of Torah that ish ish kifis sikhlay bahasagasay. The level of Torah that I am able to understand with my intellect. It's my intellect understanding this Torah and that. Tehera that I am understanding is this infinite level of terror is this infinite light of Hashem that is Hashem Himself before He manifests. Before He manifests, as, it's as if an intimate couple knowing each other, they don't even need to say anything, they don't even need to do anything. They're so into It's like I'm just, I'm yours, I'm, and it's like beyond even that. Like I don't think we even have a physical. Literally, the altar says it's like the Ain Kates. There's no even when you're not doing anything or saying anything. Even if you were it's like this is like Hollywood but like what we're saying we're saying this is real we're saying that like if somebody looks at their lover and is like if I became if I completely changed you That's know if a worm would you oh. still love me? <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome. exactly it's like this new trend of like um, on social media of like if I was like a caterpillar would you still love me? mm-hmm Okay, <laughs> that's, what it, exa- that's exactly what it is though like if I so did not manifest the way that I would, man- that I, the way that I usually manifest would you still love me and that's, literally, that's the level and the answer of yes that's the level of Hashem that we're reaching through Torah but the, the, the cruncher here and this is the last line of Torah that it's not when I learn Torah in this way of transcendent oh I see the infinite light it's the way, it's when I learn Torah in a way of literally the way we're learning Torah right now the way of learning Torah that it actually enters my brain physical learning Torah the way that I understand Torah so it's this it's a cool it's like you would think if it's, a, it's a paradox but I think that's what Hashem is saying is true even if one's grasping Torah only in physical terms I'm learning about halacha and I'm learning about how to tie my shoes and I'm learning words that you know ha Torah and one thing to also notice is that the Rebbe, when I was thinking about this, the Rebbe literally was so into people writing their own chadushim in Torah. The Rebbe wasn't like, just learn Torah the way everybody else learns Torah. Learn Torah and understand it the way that you're understanding it. As long as you're not saying that, like, something that is contradiction to Torah, write down your chadushim. Like you, so the Rebbe started it because that was the Rebbe saying, invest your Machshava Debra and my your Maqshava and Dibor, <laughs> your Chachma Bina and Das into this kedusha. Alright, and so how do even though it doesn't look like godliness, how do I know that it's still that what, is, what does Rabbi say? Tara <laughs> Tara is compared to water. So even though it looks like physicality, it looks like I'm talking about how an ox scored a sheep and how to tie my shoes and how this is making sense in my physical brain. Water that comes from a high place to a low place. The water that rains from the sky is the same exact water that floods my basement. There's no difference. The energy of Hashem, the essence of Hashem that's invested through Torah, as Torah is one with Hashem, is the same exact energy that's invested in Torah, in the Torah that I am learning with my mind and with the book in front of me that has these physical words. So to literally learning Torah, and just, I said the story probably like three times already, but it's always worth it to say again that, that that person that asked Derba's secretary, why does Derba stay up all night doing Yechudas and all these things? What's Derba doing? Why, why, why does, what is he doing in the daytime? Other than sometimes dollars, what was Derba doing in the day? Learning Torah. Derba learned Torah because that, it, Torah is real. Torah is important and not Torah as some transcendent state of being and something that you could like. Tara, literally the learning of Tara, the back and forth, that tzedakah is the greatest, and then, then Torah is the greatest, and then the back and forth, the investing our physical energy into Tara. That's, that's where it's at, and then tomorrow we're going to say, actually though, a mitzvah is still <laughs> most important, <laughs> so a little break from the mitzvah conversation today to focus on Tara. so l'chaim, and yeah.